Welcome to the Vision Podcast, a podcast that explores news, topics, and information of interest to the faculty, staff, and friends of the Mississippi State University College of Arts and Sciences. I'm your host, Karen Brown. And I'm your host, John Burrow. Welcome to the Vision Podcast. This is episode 24. And as we start the fall semester, what a better way to introduce what's going to be happening on our campus than having representatives from Theater MSU with us. So, John, would you like to do the honors of introducing our guests? Absolutely. We are joined today by Tanya Hayes, Professor, Department of Communication and of Theater Performance. And we are joined by Jade Keaton, who is a junior here at MSU. And guys, if you want to introduce yourselves to our audience to kind of give them more information about yourselves. Uh, My name is Jade Keaton. As he said, uh, I just transferred in my junior year. I am a theater major. uh, And this is my first performance with MSU. Wonderful. So Jade, tell us a little bit about your past performances. Well, um, so mainly my past performances have been high school performances, which have been a while since I'm an older student. Uh, But and then once I got into uh, community college, it was mainly like film and stuff because of COVID. So this is actually my one of my first theater performances in a while actually being involved backstage. So I am excited. uh, And now I'm stage manager. So I'm really jumping in the deep end. Oh, wow. Wonderful. And Tanya, tell us about your background as well. So I'm actually a system professor um, in a performance here at Mississippi State. This is my second year. So um, last year was a real adventure doing live theater with the pandemic, but we managed to do it. We were so proud of our students and how hard they worked. Um, My big passion is theater for young audiences and theater for social change. Those are the things I really am interested in. I teach things like acting, directing, playwriting, um, theater for young audiences, obviously. And also I'm working on a, a theater for social change course, designing that right now. Well, and I'd like to jump right in there with the theater for social change. That was a topic that was new to me. And I'm so intrigued about you bringing that to Mississippi State. I know that you recently received a grant to further that at MSU. Can you tell us about what got you involved in theater for social change and what are you bringing to Mississippi State? I used to work with a nonprofit for many years. I built a performing arts program for young people and um, we would do a competition piece every year that we would take to the state theater festival and then sometimes to the regional festival. And what I found with the students was when they worked on a piece of theater that, that, was about a topic or social justice issue. They became so engaged, it actually changed them, which made them start enacting changes in the world. I think theater is a powerful tool for that, for understanding. Um, Last year when we did Anne and Emmett, Mm -hmm. which was the uh, imagined meeting between Anne Frank and Emmett Till, one of the adult performers was so moved by the topic and the subject matter. And he said, you know, I've never really been exposed to racial injustice, but this is going to change my life. And I'm going to start living a different way and and perceiving the world in a different way, which affects other people. (laughs) That is so hard. I mean, that just touches my heart. 
And Jade, uh, likewise, how does what what does that mean to you as well? The the theater for social change. Um, yeah. It means a lot. Like being, you know, in the deep south in Mississippi as a young black woman, like you want to be comfortable in your environment, and so you want the people around you to kind of understand more than just their own their own perspectives. Like like you as well. Like you're trying to figure out how everything fits and how we're affecting each other. And you're just trying to be a good person, basically. And theater is a great tool because it's so visual, as well as, you know, all the other elements we put into it. It's it's like a movie. I mean, but it's more in your face because the audience is there. The grant we got was to bring in Barbara Pitts McAdams from Tectonic Theater Company in New York, who was one of the original cast members and, and writers on the, the Laramie Project. And um, which actually led to hate crime legislation. So she's coming in to work with us on a project next semester. And the title of it is Who Gets to Be an American? Which you can approach from so many different angles, um, which is an important question, I think, for us all to consider. I love that because some, I didn't know if you knew this, Tanya, actually have a theater background. (laughs) Way, way, way back in the day. Um, But I guess even having done theater, I guess I always thought of it as passive. You just watch it, but you're right. Like Jade, like you mentioned, when it's in 3D and as you use the words in your face, it just touches you in such a different way. So I want to check too, tell us about the schedule and what these shows will be um, for this upcoming fall. Well, I will tell you about our our very exciting season, um, and then I'm going to turn it over to to Jade to talk about the first show, because she is heavily involved in that. So Men on Boats is a, we call it a true-ish history of an 1869 expedition when a one-armed captain and a crew of insane yet loyal volunteers set out to chart the course of the Colorado River. It's really going to be fun, but I'm not going to steal the thunder there from Jade. <laughs> Our, and, and that's going to be at the end of September, beginning of October. Um, Banner, a sea turtle saga is our children's show. And we got a, a, a wonderful, generous grant from Northern Gulf Institute to create a children's piece about climate change, global warming, and, and, the, and the Mississippi Gulf Coast. We have an incredible designer coming in, uh, Tim Baker, to work with the students and build these magnificent puppets. He's worked all over the world, and he is just thrilled to work with our students on that. That will be in November. We're also doing school shows with that, and then we're taking it down to the Mississippi Aquarium, as well as um, Dolphin Island Sea Lab. I'm going to just Briefly touch real quickly on the spring shows because it is our full season. All American Boys, and we were talking about theater for social change. Um, It is a wonderful piece, beautifully written uh, based on the Jason Reynolds book. And it is about a young man who is um, actually beaten up um, by um, a a Caucasian uh, police officer. I love Jason Reynolds' work because nothing is really just black and white. It's a lot of gray the young man's father is also a police officer who actually shot and killed a young man that he perceived was doing was not doing the right thing, who is also a young black man. So it's really a complicated interweaving and beautifully written piece. We're so excited. We have a student director for that. Um, and then Once on This Island is our, our last show, which is a beautiful musical. It won the Tony Award in 2016. It's a love story. It's got island gods, a lot of fun, great music, um, and magic. (laughs) 
I love it. What a great season. And uh, Jay, just very quickly, I know um, you are stage manager for this first production. What what goes into being a stage manager and uh, how are you finding that experience? Uh, well, so far, because like I said, this is my first time so far, it's mainly been like in the managing part. Like it's it's a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of making sure that people are on time where they're supposed to be, when they're supposed to be there. Uh, basically like any manager part, but then there's the other part, the backstage part. You have to make sure, you know, everything's in its place. Uh, everything's locked. You know, things are taken care of. You're you're trying to make sure that up to everything, everybody, everybody's on the same page, basically. Right. Okay. And, you know, you're, you're kind of in the back of the director's voice, like trying to, trying to be there for them, make sure that they know, remember what they're doing as well. Basically just, just you're aiding everybody at the same time. And Jade, what drew you to want to do this and what drew you to Mississippi State? Uh, well, first with Mississippi State, um, they were very persistent in their emails. <laughs> uh, and I knew I wanted to do theater, but like theater is under the communication banner. So I, at first I was kind of like, ah, I don't know if they're as focused on theater as they are on communication. But then I started looking into it. I was like, OK, this could work. Like I'm really it's in my state. Like they do a lot of shows. Um, I got excited. Uh, and then my theater background, I used to uh, do student student director in high school and so that was hopping around like each one of the crews and stuff and that's what stage manager is doing like in a sense like you're some of everything at once that's interesting it sounds so complicated because you've got to like you said have your head in so many different places at one time Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to ask also uh, what are the COVID protocols uh, with the this fall performance season I know with Delta going on and, you know, potentially other variants, it's still very much an issue. So I can answer that. We, um, as a department, as at a program um, in, in the communications department, are um, limiting audience size, as we did last year, not, not quite as much, um, asking people to sit um, separated. Of course, the audience must remain masked and performers have to be masked. So it's, it's not much different than what we did last year. We, we just didn't feel comfortable with, with, you know, changing things up this year. We, we had a successful season last year because we were careful. The kids were dedicated and committed to working within our bubble and keeping each other safe. Um, so, and we're, we're help, hoping that, I know that vac- vaccination is a personal choice, but we're really hoping the kids um, will do that and influence each other to do that to protect everybody. Like she said, uh, we are trying to like stay in a smaller bubble. Uh, we are already, you know, checking temperatures and things like that. So we're we're trying to stay as, as possible. That's great. Do you both feel like when I I I just caught myself saying when COVID is over, it's with mm-hmm. us. Um, but do you feel like? under what you've worked with the past year and then for this year, you could do a play for at any time, anywhere, right? <laughs> right, right. And a really interesting thing, the TYA class is working with the Vax Ed Initiative. Dr. Byes came and spoke to our class and they're writing some sketches and scenarios to help with vaccination education for young people. We're super excited about that. So we're getting involved in, and that's, you know, once again, theater for social change. So. 
I love it. And so speaking of that, and it's almost like asking who's your favorite child. Do you have one show this year that excites you the most? Well, for me, because I'm, I'm just so corny and <laughs> love kids. I'm super excited <laughs> about Band of Sea Turtle Saga and the puppets and the magic that we're going to bring to young children. In talk, I met the superintendent the other day of Starkville Schools, and he's very hopeful they'll be able to come. They miss field trips and just seeing the kids interact with the puppetry and the, and the magic to me that just always warms my heart. Um, I, I love all of these shows. I mean, Men on Boats is going to be a blast. And and I, I, I've been in love with All American Boys ever since I saw a reading of it, staged reading at the Kennedy Center a couple of years ago. And once on this island, um, we're super excited about directing that. And the kids actually, our students, came to us with that show. So we'd really like to do that. Our students have a tremendous voice in what we do um, mm -hmm. in the department. And that's how we ended up doing Ann and Emmett last year because they wanted to have a voice in what was going on with social justice. Um, Jade, is there a particular show that you have a... Um, right now, obviously, because I'm so in it, uh, it's Men on Boats. Because right. uh, I'm excited about, <laughs> you know, how it's starting to come together and uh, the final image of, you know, the set and everything. Because I'd already know it's going to be awesome. Um, but then I think once we start moving to the other shows, it's going to switch. Like, oh, I'm excited about this one, too. Because, like she said, they're, they are all great. Um, and I think right now I'm just kind of living in the moment. So I'm enjoying men on boats. Like I said, it's, it's like asking you who your favorite child is, right? <laughs> they uh, all are. I wanted to ask both of you what's, and I know that this season is perhaps very eerily similar to last year, but what's been the most challenging aspect for this season? I think, and Jade, you can answer this too. I think. We really thought that we were past, you know, this right. coming this year and being faced with it again was incredibly discouraging. But I have a really good friend who's an um, immunologist, epidemiologist, who said you've got to remember that you still have. I don't. I don't know what our no exact number is right now. You still have 38% of people vaccinated in Mississippi. So you've got to remember, it's still better than it was last year. And that just kind of made me feel better because I, I was really quite discouraged to go going back to masks and all that, everything we had to do. But I think that's the most challenging. And last year we had shut, shut down the department for two weeks, but we managed to reschedule the show and stuff. So just re reliving that and hoping it doesn't happen again. I think that's been the hardest thing is that, yeah, we're still wearing masks. We're still doing mm -hmm. all this stuff. Yeah. You're right. I felt like at the beginning of summer, I, I kind of felt like, okay, yay, yay. And then, oh, you know, it was kind of this roller coaster. So I think you explained that so well, that feeling. And it's interesting you bring up the vaccination rate because we actually had Dr. Regina Hyatt on, on episode 23. And of course, she has been advocating for vaccinations as well. So if people want to come see a production, what steps do they take? What would you recommend? So they can go on the events page, eventsmsstate.edu, and that's where they can get the tickets. Um, they can always just call the department or email any one of us if they have a question. Um, it's, it's super easy. Our tickets are, are very reasonably priced for all the shows. 
I think that's, I think that's about it, you know? Um, Wonderful. Right. And we also have lab rats shows going on. Actually, there's one tonight at eight o'clock. They're doing a tremendous amount of work this year with the improv shows. I do want to make one point um, before we, we wrap this show is that anybody is welcome to audition. You do not have to be a theater major. You can be an engineer. Um, it can be any, any major, any concentration. You do not have to be a theater major. And our next set of auditions for the children's show are September 14th and 15th from six to eight. Um, so we're, we're really excited and we love having new people and being open. Um, our department, the doors are wide open to anybody. I'm so glad you mentioned the children's show. I miss the days of seeing the buses pull up in front of McComas Hall and the kids are so excited. And I used to go to the children's show with my son when he would come with his school. So I am so thrilled that you're doing that children's show. They love it. And, and Jade, what does the future hold for you after this year? Probably trying to get more involved with stage management or assistant stage management, like just to get that experience in. Um, but also, you know, cycling through the other crews as well. So just, just get back on the horse, so to speak. And then after graduation? Uh, I don't know, maybe graduate school or I don't know. It's up in the air dealing with COVID and all. Right. Well, we are thrilled that you chose Mississippi State and I can see your pride. I know you all can't see us, but we are all wearing maroon. It is Maroon Friday. So we have a little piece of maroon on. But Jay, thank you so much for joining us and being on the show. And Tanya Hayes, we are thrilled to have you at Mississippi State. What you have brought to the table and program is exceptional. And so we're so proud of the work that you've done. Thank you so much. Yes, and uh, to our listeners, if you have any questions or comments about the show, please send Karen an email at kbrown at deanas.msstate.edu. I'll I'll put the links to the events page, etc., where you can get tickets for these shows in the show description notes. Thanks for joining us. We are glad that you joined us for this edition of the Vision Podcast. Be sure to visit our website, www.cas.msstate.edu, for more information about the College of Arts and Sciences. Please be sure to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. We'd appreciate you helping us spread the word letting others know about the podcast. You can also stay up to date on news and information about the College of Arts and Sciences by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Mississippi State University College of Arts and Sciences, learning through discovery.